Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Stephanie Dawn Elizabeth is an intuitive transformation and ascension coach and the founder of Ascension School and Psychic Academy and the host of top-rated podcast Made of Magic. She's on a mission to change the idea that the magic we seek is somewhere outside of ourselves, and so she helps people awaken, embody, and amplify the magic you already have. Her Made of Magic podcast is a space where she amplifies the individual essence within every single one of us. As an intuitive coach, she mentors women smashing the idea that they have to fit into some tiny mold in order to be sacred and worthy. Author of the Amazon selling book with kindness, she captures the unmistakable power and necessity of diving deep into the state of inner kindness to amplify one's life and one's humanity. She believes you're made of magic, but the world puts up so many layers about who we should be, how we should show up, what we should and shouldn't do, that it all gets clouded over. Her magic is to awaken, embody, and amplify yours, getting to the root of who you are, what you desire, what you need, how you want to show up in the world, relationships, life, and business. And today we talk about what it means to be a spirit, having a human experience. Please welcome Stephanie to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely, and today we have Stephanie Dawn Elizabeth, who is an intuitive transformational coach. Say hey, girl. Hey, I'm so excited. Thank you. It's good to be here with you today because um, we're kind of talking about uh, what is it like to be a human in this experience mm-hmm. and what does it mean to tap into your spirit and what does it mean to bypass your humanity and what does it look like to kind of integrate the two of them. Uh, but before we get into that, if you can tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your journey and what brought you to this point to in, in your spiritual awakening. Mm. Well, thank you for having me, first of all. I'm excited to get to chat with you on here. Um, I asked that question on my podcast like to start off because I love to hear the stories. But then whenever I get that question, I'm like, that's actually such a hard question <laughs> because there's so many different like layers and pivots and times in my life that have brought me and have brought all of us to where we are. Um, but kind of like a long story, super short. When I was in my, I mean, it even starts before this, but just for the sake of conversation here. When I was in my early 20s, I was in an abusive relationship for about a year and a half, two years. And when I got out of it, obviously I was in like this space where I had no idea what to do. Um, I had really kind of sort of, I mean, I grew up semi-religious. I went to a private um, Christian high school, but I never really had like that spiritual thing to fall back on. And so when I got out of the abusive relationship, I had no idea like where to pull 
support from or anything, any kind of connection from. And at that time I was super isolated from everybody from being in the abusive relationship. Nobody knew I had told nobody. And so I kind of found myself in this place being in my early twenties of like, I have no idea like what to do with myself. I know that I'm in this space of uh, darkness, but not even a single step forward of, of uh, where to go. So I uh, started kind of just like doing some research online and I stumbled upon this blog on kindness and she focused a lot on um, just like random acts of kindness. And I don't know what about it like clicked for me, but um, I started to when I could, because in that time I was super anxious and just, just, yeah, just in a, in a place we've all been there. Um, but I started to, when I went out of my house, I lived in a small time town at the time. I started to just do kindness. I'll call it just like little things that we don't really realize we're not actually doing, especially right now. This is probably really relevant. Um, I would literally say thank you and look the person in the eyes when they gave me my coffee or Mm -hmm. hold the door and actually wait to hear how the person like like actual just tiny interactions and something about it just sparked this uh I would say like connection and empathy and realization that I'm not the only person in the world and I'm not the only person who is struggling and you don't I don't know anybody's story I don't know what it was about this just like tiny spark of connection and from there it's evolved so much like that would have been probably almost 10 years ago now wow and yeah like a long journey um and then i started working at a youth center in that small town kind of working with the same concept with them around kindness and connection with ourselves but also with each other mm-hmm. and that really made me realize like especially for girls i'm a woman so it was from my own experience we are taught so much to be kind to other people, but right. we've forgotten to kind of teach girls, everybody, but girls specifically, like how to be kind to themselves and how mm. important that actually is um, for ourselves, but also for each other and mm. what that, how that plays out in the timeline of our life. Um, and so I started working with girls around uh, inner kindness and what that means. Fast forward, uh, like, it, I, and this is why it's always such a hard question to answer because there's been so many moments, but that was a huge moment of mm-hmm. um, awakening and realization. And then uh, almost two years ago now, I called off an engagement. And uh, about a year before that, I had quit my job and was trying to make my business work. I had been doing it just kind of side hustle for like seven years, struggling, trying to figure out like, what's the thing that's not working in my life? Yeah. And I knew for a very long time, I was with that person for six, five years before we got engaged and then almost two years um, engaged. Wow. I know. And I knew almost the whole time, like, this is not my person. But I got, we got into a relationship almost right after I got out of the abusive relationship. And so what he had was a thing that I was seeking, like that safety, that stability, that structure, that like quote unquote normal life that we're all supposed to have. You get Mm -hmm. together with this person, you have a stable life. Um, But I knew almost the whole time that that this was not the person, something didn't feel right. And so eventually I kind of had this whole entire, I turned 30 and then I had this whole entire uh, summer of cocoon, I call it, where I almost talked to nobody. I kind of like just went inside and asked myself the questions that I was avoiding asking. and then I called off the engagement almost two years. It would be two years in September. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to simplify it, but like 
as soon as I did, everything in my life shifted. Yeah. Like literally everything changed. My business exploded. I met the love of my life two months later. Like everything changed. Not insane Um, how that happens. Yes. And I don't want to simplify it because this is like 10 years of building Mm -hmm. the inner work and the ascension and then uh, a long time within the relationship kind of trying to figure that out. But Mm -hmm. And now that's where I'm at with teaching um, on trusting your intuition and actually doing the things that come through and rebuilding that trust with yourself because we can do all of the things. Like within that long journey, I was, you know, pulling from here. Okay, there's this self-development thing. There's this person teaching on this. There's like, okay, that kind of might work. And nothing worked except for uh, trusting myself and the thing that I already knew I needed to do. And that's why I teach on like, you're the magic. And so yes, it's good to have guides and uh, to learn from people who have kind of gone through it already or who, who know things you don't know. But ultimately, um, and I love how you talk about this too, ultimately it's mirroring back exactly what you already know. Yeah. 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 Wow. That is, girl, that's a journey. Yeah, it's a journey. <laughs> that's a journey. I, it sounds similar to mine. Yeah. Um, going through something, something very similar. Um, and interestingly enough, I love that you said like the magic is within us. Like, mm-hmm. Um, in our spiritual, in our spiritual journey, when we're really looking and trying to figure out those things for ourselves. Um, sometimes when we are looking for resources, even people who listen to this podcast, like, um, that we're looking for resources, we're trying to find, um, more identity and grounding and security and whatever it is, this crazy wackiness that we're experiencing and trying to make sense of it. But sometimes we bypass our own magic and our own power. And we outsource it to someone else and give them the permission to tell us what's going to be best for us or what's not or whatever. I mean, um, I like that. I like that a lot. Mm. So sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yeah, because we've, um, it's not even like we've been conditioned out of believing that we already know. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we lost a lot of trust with ourselves, or we never had it. There's so many reasons why we don't actually listen the main thing is we just were never actually taught to do that. Right. And so right. now it's like, we're all kind of experiencing this moment where we're like, okay, well, I, I need to, I need to trust myself. I need to mm-hmm. take action. I need, um, it's kind of like a need now. Right. Right. And this is all still comes back to like something, one of my large principles, which is trusting your own intuition and getting tapped totally. into that. So you can be your own guide. It's nice to have affirmations from other people and have resources that you can look into to reflect back at yourself. But ultimately you got to be the one <laughs> that mm-hmm. takes that on. So, um, so really cool. I listened to one of your podcasts that just really kind of sparked my eye. And you talked about being a human living with your soul turned on mm-hmm. and the concept, just the language. I had not heard anything about that before. I had not heard anybody say anything about that. And I, I get what you mean by that. But I thought, wow, you know, it really it hit me because it was like there were so many people who were living with it turned off. Mm-hmm. And not in the language in it of itself, it says that there's a switch that you can do. And once you, once you turn it on, it's almost like you can't turn it back off. <laughs> so mm-hmm. can you explain to me what that means? And like, what are the benefits for someone to, to actually go through that journey, to actually turn yeah. that on and proceed with that? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, So the reason why I started talking about that was obviously because we're sort of all going through this moment where we're realizing uh, we have all been living on autopilot to an extent. 
And we individually, and I think you and I talked about this on my podcast, but we individually have been kind of like going through our own process of awakening or ascension and like feeling what it feels like to turn off autopilot and actually live the life you're here to live and actually experience life to the full extent of what our human is supposed to live too, but also our soul. Um, but I think collectively when kind of COVID started and we all sort of had to like retreat and stay inside, we sort of realized that um, we weren't thinking a whole lot about how we were living mm-hmm. and we weren't realizing for ourselves, but also for the collective, like what that, how that was playing out, how, uh, okay, I just get up, I go to my job. I come home, I get up, I go to my job and and different variations of that, right? Like I don't get up and go to a job, but I still find myself living in an autopilot with routines or like there's so many different ways that this shows up, but Mm -hmm. um, autopilot living really just with that like soul turned off is just doing things without really having any question or intention behind it. And I think we're all sort of trying to, uh, I shouldn't say all, but a lot of us, and I'm assuming everybody who's listening to this podcast has had this moment of realizing like we can see and feel what we're supposed, we're trying to move towards. We're trying to move towards turning off autopilot, realizing that like there are a lot of people who benefit, but there's also a lot of people who don't benefit from the way that we've been living. Um, so we're all kind of trying to move to this soul turned on living, which is super intentional, super like on purpose, um, just so much more thought and actually intention behind it. Um, but it's going to require all of us literally to actually do that for like a collective good. Um, does that make sense? Like just in the way that I explained it? Yeah. Yeah. So I think like that, that, I mean, it's, it's been uh, sort of like optional before that we've kind of turned it off and then we turn it on and then we turn it off and like, Ooh, I turned it on and it's way too, this is the thing, right? Like it's beautiful. And um, we all kind of want to live with our soul turned on, which just kind of means that we're living with uh, our eyes open, our hearts open, our energy open. We're just kind of, we're living, Mm -hmm. but also because we've all lived with autopilot on for so long and our kind of soul turned off, um, when you turn it on, you can't go back, but also it's kind of scary yeah. because it's stuff you've never felt before, stuff you've never seen before. And we're seeing that big time yeah. in a collective scale of like, holy shit, where have I been? What am I doing? And that brings up a lot of guilt, a lot of shame. And so then we go backwards. Yeah. And so what we're being asked now is like, don't go backwards, just be in it. Like, just yeah. at least just stay there because it is possible to turn it on and off. So the, yeah. the, the goal, uh, I don't know if I want to say the goal, but what we're trying to do collectively is um, turn on and stay on. And you can kind of, you can chill. That doesn't mean you've got to mm-hmm. be like soul turned on 24 seven. You're in everybody's energy. You're in like, you're, yeah. like, that's not what it means. You can rest, yeah. but just don't turn off. And actually I did a workshop uh, a couple weeks ago on this and when I was kind of feeling into it before channeling the information, mm-hmm. um, the, I, I was kind of thinking it as, okay, you're either on or you're off, but there's also this middle phase yeah. where, uh, you are learning. And it's kind mm-hmm. of that phase where, uh, I find this always happens with myself, with clients where you're in either this phase where you're take you're consuming a lot. Like, yeah. so if you're in the middle phase, you're probably like in the learning phase where you're kind of like testing the waters. You're like half on half off. Like, Ooh, what is this mm-hmm. all about? you're probably consuming a lot of podcasts. You're probably reading a lot of books. You're probably like, just like 
soaking it all in. Mm -hmm. And then the soul turn on phase, I find like, you kind of need to shut that off. And so a lot of people panic because they're like, oh my God, I don't want to, like, I don't have any connection to podcasts right now or, but that's actually a really juicy spot where you're now meant to integrate what you've already learned, but then also trust yourself and listen to yourself. Yeah. I had a girl write me yesterday, say something about like, Mm. uh, I think I turned my empathicness off. Mm. And I was like, what do you, like, I haven't uh, responded back yet, but like, um, I, w- I was thinking to myself how I wanted to respond and thinking like, what did you mean by that? Like, what, what did you mean you turned it off? And yeah. it was that she was having this kind of perhaps spiritual awakening or of sorts where the consumption of en- energy and information seemed really, really exciting. And then it got to be too much. Yeah. And it was like, okay, shut down, shut it all out. And it was like, I don't want to lose this, but also I feel like I'm I'm nauseous around people and I have this and I have this going on or whatever. I'm too sensitive. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, like that soul being turned on and that soul having that aspect of, you know, just like, okay, I, I'm, I'm in this bitch, you know, <laughs> like I'm really yeah. here doing this life right now. And then getting to a point where I'm like, Ooh, or she was like, it's too much. Like it's too much. Probably usually people get that burnout when they have their, they're consuming too much, not right. consciously. And it's like, this is all exciting and let me digest as much as I can. But if you think about how we eat, we need to take breaks. We need to get yeah. hungry again. We need to let stuff digest and yeah. integrate into our body with the nutrients soak in, all those good things. So like, if we're not doing that in our practice, when we are, are when we first turn that soul on and we're like, oh, you know, look at this new light and, you know, we get super excited when well, then we end up burning out. Yep. A hundred percent. We're not really, first of all, once you we all are a soul. So you can't, you can't actually, it's just a good way right. to explain it. You can't yes. <laughs> actually turn off your soul. Yeah. But you can turn the volume pretty much to mute. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like a little easier way to look. Cause it is a lot of pressure, right? Like even when we talk about manifesting and stuff, there's a lot of pressure. Cause you're like, Holy shit, am I doing it wrong? Like, am right. I living in autopilot or I, it, it, the chances are, if you're thinking about that, then you're not in autopilot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so it's just that reminder too that we're not meant to live at volume 10 24 7 especially with other people's energy oh and so yeah right so there's just that reminder to that one you can't lose it because that's a lot of pressure right like even if we're talking about your intuition or your psychic abilities or okay your your empathic abilities you can't you cannot lose that but you do need to turn the volume down every so often Mm -hmm. every day honestly like it should not be turned on 24 7 all the time you have to have some boundaries with yourself and yeah. other people and your own energy. Um, but yeah, I do think though, it, it's not um, go, turning off or going back into autopilot, but yeah, just how I explained it, like you, you will go through and that's good. That's a good sign that mm-hmm. you're going, you're kind of like, I don't want to consume the news. I don't want to really consume other people's conversations. When I went through that like cocoon phase that I call where I was like trying to just decipher for myself do I really want to call off my engagement or is like, is it something else? I'd listen to not one single per- I didn't even tell one of my one single friend that I was thinking about calling my engagement because mm-hmm. I did not want one person's opinion to sway my own knowing. Right. And so if you're in that phase where you're like, I don't want to consume and like, that's scary because like, I don't want to lose my disconnect. I don't want to lose my connection with spiritual. It's actually a good sign that you're being asked to turn the energy back to you. You know enough. You don't, you, you already know. Yeah. It's good to like get kind of energized by other people's conversations and stuff. But mm-hmm. I do think when you have that moment of like, I can't listen to another person talking about, that's good. 
So now <laughs> ask yourself the question. You know what I mean? It's not yeah, good, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, we're not telling you to stop listening to this podcast. No, <laughs> listen to the podcast. But but when you, but, when you consume too much, like you, you take your limits, you digest, yeah. you give yourself some time. How does oh, that's a good point too, right? Because, um, so balance it out before you get to that place of burnout. Mm-hmm. So yes, listen to other people because other, that's how your soul gets turned on. Cause it's like, Ooh, that thing that she said, that thing that he said, the thing that they said, like, I need to go deeper into that. But mm-hmm. then after you get those like soul turned on moments of like, yeah, ask yourself why, ask yourself what it sparked, ask yourself, what do I need to do with this information? Like balance it out between listening and um, learning. Cause yeah, you can't know what you don't know. Right. But then ask yourself the question, then dive deeper into like, Ooh, what did that bring up and keep that what going? I think own. about that. Yes. Expanding your perspective on that. Totally. Um, so how does someone balance the, like in between having the soul turn on and being on autopilot? Mm. I've been talking a lot lately about like the human and the soul, because I think we, I mean, we talk in the spiritual realm about like the light and the dark, but I think that that for me, that just doesn't really click totally because it brings up a lot. When we talk about the darkness, that brings up shame, that brings up guilt, that brings up like, I don't want to feel that. Like who wants to, yeah. Like who wants to sit in the darkness? However, the moments in my personal life and even just watching other people and clients and fam- the moments when there's the most magic, I had the most magic in my life right after I called off my engagement. Mm-hmm. And that was a dark fall moment. But because in that moment I had that awareness of like, there's something so juicy going to come out of this. So I'm going to dive in, but it's because I didn't really think about it as like the good, the bad, the light, the dark, the, right. the in that way. And so Neutrality. I've been kind of reframing, right a hundred percent. And I've been kind of like reframing it a little bit, um, to be like the human and the soul Mm -hmm. and we need, we are both and we need both. I think a lot of the times when we start to have these conversations about like turning on your soul, we think like, I'm just going to live in the soul and like the human is kind of just the part that I don't want to be. I don't want to, but we're supposed to be both. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we're here is because we're a human. If we weren't a human, our soul could not be here and so um it's really about finding this like juicy balance of honoring both Mm -hmm. and realizing and integrating that like you are both yes you need to honor and i don't want to say that like the human is the quote-unquote like the dark and the the soul is the light but just for like explaining it purposes the human is kind of like um i had this like visualization of what it sort of how to explain it the other day where the human is kind of like the kid like the, uh-huh. the child that's like figuring it out, trying to like, uh, like they're kind of a little bit autopiloty, and they just yeah. are like kind of like there, like figuring it out, like one step, two step. And the soul is kind of like the old wise person who's just sitting there, like you're good, like yeah. you'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll be here when you are ready, and like I'll, I, I'm just guiding you. And so you can when, when you're integrating both, it's like realizing that. Your soul already knows, yes, but you're also like a human who has to learn lessons. So there's yeah. this balance between living in the human, living in the soul, and actually the juiciest part is when you do both. So we're meant to we're meant to be in the world living as a human. We can't just live in like spirit soul world. Yes. Um, yeah. Girl, preach. Yeah. Now, what I want you to speak on next is spiritual bypassing. Yeah. Because there is what happens. I think, especially when we're super excited in that those first moments of when we discover this part of ourselves 
that we're yeah. like, sweet, let's live in the soul. And like, we're like, we can't wait to get off earth. Um, you know, like it's just kind yeah. of, like we start to then be only in meditation and we don't fuck with people that trigger yeah. us. And we, you know, like we start really getting into a place where we dismiss this human experience. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny. I had, um, a download upon getting, uh, actually I got a new crystal and I had this mm. crazy download that was like, um, this is, this is it guys. Like this is showtime. This is the whole oh. kit and caboodle. Like this is what we're here for. Um, you know, people, souls waited in line, like trying to get into here now. And, um, you know, I think about a lot about, you know, just in depth of how much we think about what happens after this or what's happening in the other realms or the astral realms or whatever, but we rarely think of it reflected the other way that the, the astral realms and the souls and everybody are like, Oh my God, it would be so cool to be a human and what a privilege that experience would be. And I had that download come to me and I was like, Oh my God, I had never seen it. I love that. Never saw it that way. So when we spiritually bypass, we miss the biggest gift, which is the showtime this yeah. human experience of like, we can show, we can do this manifesting, you know, instantly we can form these relationships. We can feel people. We can also feel hurt. We're not these bubbles of energy that are floating around. We have bodies and stuff, you know, like this might've, this might've been what we always waited for. Mm. So what the hell are we doing when we're not in this, you know, yeah. like really in this. So I'll pass the torch to you now. to talk about Ooh, I feel like that's going to click for a lot of people that just was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, and the thing is like, it's an honor to be here right. as a human. Like you said, there's so many souls looking down at us like, Oh my God, I want to be on earth. And the reason why our soul comes to earth is because it's trying to evolve and it's trying to learn the lessons and it's trying to, and if you are here in this exact moment right now, we are in like a very, Ooh, I have so many chills. We are in like a very clear moment where our souls are here for a very specific role, a very specific reason. And that's a freaking honor. Yeah. yeah as a human right now, looking around at the world, it's like, okay, we really fucked up. Like yeah. <laughs> we, we did, but okay. So looking at it from the way that you said it, it's showtime then like get to work. And so what happens though, is when we have people who are, and again, I think you and I talked about this on my podcast. So it's kind of like the guru. Right. Uh, I know you kind of channel, so maybe you don't remember what we talked about. I don't about, remember. <laughs> but yeah. We talked about sort of like the age of the guru and that's changing. Like we're all clicking that, ooh, my soul is here for a very specific reason and I got to get to work. We all um, have been sort of floating around in the human world, autopilot, mm -hmm. um, without listening to what our soul is here to do. But that's, turn that's turning off as a collective. And so right. we're all, our soul now is taking over and is like, we have work to do. I have lessons to learn. Everybody has lessons to learn. And the humans kind of took over for a while and had free will. We all have free will. You don't have to do anything while you're on mm -hmm. earth. You can literally just do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. But um, as a whole, though, our souls collectively are here in this very specific reason for a very specific yeah, for a very, for, or here for a very specific reason. Yeah. Um, and so when we kind of look to uh, other people or gurus who maybe are in like the floaty kind of spirituality where they don't actually address any of the real world yeah. human stuff, um, 
then we bypass it and we don't actually do anything. And so then our souls are all going to leave the earth and be like, okay, well, we learned nothing. So mm -hmm. now we got to go back again. And, and we kind of have gone through these phases before where it's like, there could be change, but then there's not change. And it's because mm -hmm. not enough people, I think, are um, like actually doing what their soul is here to do and actually mm -hmm. turning off that human a little or turning your soul on and listening to what you're here to actually do. Um, but yeah, when we bypass it, we're missing not only the human part, right? But when we spiritually bypass people, we're like disregarding human beings, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're disregarding the actual, yeah, in theory, we're all souls. And so therefore we could all live in this beautiful, blissful, light filled place where we manifest and we love each other. And uh, we're all the exact same and equal. However, we're humans on the earth and we created a very different reality. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. when we don't, when we just love and light over it, and when we just like dismiss people's actual experience of the world, then we're not, we're not healing and we're not learning a single thing. And so we're going to continue to have these cycles of this exact same thing. Um, I forget what other, else I was going to say. So that's probably all I was supposed to say, but that, but yeah, we're just disregarding the, the reality of what is true. Oh yeah. But also that has an effect on our soul Yeah, because it, it our souls all came here to evolve, to learn the lessons. And so then we, when we don't actually, and that's where we get confused with like the love, the light and the dark we're not supposed to just live in the dark. We need the, or sorry, in the light. We yeah. need the other, like the opposite of it. We're, as, right, like as a human, we're supposed to experience rage. We're supposed to experience anger. We're supposed, like, we need that. And so when we're just like, oh no, I just, I, I love it. Like the love and light stuff, mm -hmm. it totally misses the human part of it, but it also totally misses the, the soul part soul of it. Soul part, yeah. Damn girl. Yes. Because see, okay. I was, uh, when I came to this revelation, it was maybe a couple weeks ago and I'm sitting in a car and suddenly, um, I ended up making a podcast episode for my Patreon listeners. And cause it was like ghetto as fuck. Cause I was in the car and I just had my headphones <laughs> and I had like my microphone or whatever. I was like, the sound quality is not good enough to put this on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but it was such a potent message because it was the first time for me that that clicked. It was like, you know, for a long time I've looked at, and we, we all probably do this, especially in the beginning of our journeys, but we see the, the shit that happens in the world and we see the light and the dark, the negative, the positive and the high vibrational and the low vibrational. And we look at that and go, you know, why can't we just be happy? Why can't we just yeah. have beautiful things? Why can't we just be rich? Why can't blah, blah, blah. And these hurdles that we have to overcome are painful yeah. and difficult and sometimes treacherous and devastating. But like when I was sitting in that car channeling that I was like, that is a part of the beauty because mm -hmm. we don't experience that necessarily in other places. And we come here for it. We come here for the pain as much yeah. as we come here for the light, which is weird to say, but so true because, or at least rung true to me, it resonated so deeply with me because I thought, Oh wow, shit, this makes sense. Where, because I was feeling like I was getting lessons before that were saying, um, you know, like when pain, comes through it's kind of a Taoist mentality that like everything is neutral and so everything is neutral when something happens it's un you know like I had some situations happen last few weeks where super uncomfortable and yeah. I was like okay like I get comfortable with the discomfort I can look at the discomfort and say oh hey pain I see you like 
I can mentally just, just look at that. I can soulfully look at that and say, okay, I can experience you in your fullness and your beauty and what it is that you're teaching me. This feels uncomfortable. Why? Because it's causing me to stretch. It's Mm. causing me to grow. It's causing me to expand. And Mm. through that experience, that's what I came here for. So the pain is actually the whole gift, (laughs) which sounds ridiculous because there's so many people experiencing so much pain, but where we got it wrong is that we're super pain averse and we're always trying to subjugate or like, look, go over what it is. How can we get this pain done faster? You know, when our soul is like, bruh, like this is the, this is the thing. Like this is That's why I'm here. here. Um, Not to say everybody needs to live painful lives and we want to manifest and have really wonderful things that happen to us and not to suffer unnecessarily. Right. But if we're living in fear and bypassing our whole soul's reason for coming here, we're doing ourselves a grand disservice. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I love all of that. And it's so true. That's it. And also it's this and that, right? Like, no, we're not saying uh, live in the dark, in the pain, because that's where the juicy lessons are. Again, we're human and we're a soul. So we're supposed to do both. We're here. We're supposed to feel uh, soul turned on, which feels Mm -hmm. real good. Mm -hmm. Um, But also the, the, the quote unquote pain or like that, that can also feel really good because eventually, um, that's like, that creates that connection that creates that, uh, soul turned on feeling because that is literally, yeah. And that's literally what your soul can imagine if we never experienced any kind of pain or darkness or anything, like, would we learn anything? Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Cause we wouldn't have to. And right. that's why we live in autopilot, right? Where we think we're living how we're supposed to live. Cause we're not feeling anything. Um, and just to kind of like emotion it when you're in autopilot, you're pretty numb. Yeah. So you're not feeling like quote unquote good, or which I don't like to say, but you're not feeling the stuff we want to feel. And you're not also feeling the stuff you don't want to feel. Yeah. So like you're feeling nothing, but mm-hmm. why we get scared of the soul turned on feeling is because you're feeling absolutely everything and so it, it's I love like that little shift you said like I mean it uh it's kind of an honor and it's kind of like ooh, this is why I am here I'm experiencing human life to the fullest mm-hmm. yeah that being said though also humans do inflict pain on other people and so that's different right like yeah, yes right we came here right so like yes we came here to learn lessons and we're we, it's impossible to avoid feeling any pain or all of that stuff but again we have free will so there it, it i don't want to like like that's kind of like a love and lighting away kind of feeling of saying right. like ah it's what we're here to do like maybe you're you're supposed to experience that it's right. not that yeah yeah <laughs> and in that process um we're we're also collectively purging and yeah. we're collectively like like this whole idea with free will and this whole idea of like where you know things are moving and how we're expanding it's it's causing this collective purge yeah so we're also collectively purging grief anger um you know the way that we think about other humans and um kind of kind of like this like you know with covid and and everything else that's happening there's this like giant wipe that is just coming over and it's like either get on or get knocked the fuck out (laughs) So literally in this pain that we're all feeling, you know, the disappointment, the, the mangled plans, the, you know, severed relationships and, and also all the good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff coming out of it too, because mm-hmm. it's, it's clearing the path. Even when I do card readings, there's always people that are like, um, I pull the storm warning card 
and mm. people was like oh no oh no there's just you know like i don't and i'm like i fucking love this card because this Damn. card is about like there's a big tornado in it and it's about clearing the path so that this purging that we're feeling it's like the marie kondo of our life like did mm. it bring you joy no give it the fuck out and if you didn't know it wasn't bringing you joy the universe is about to tell you so <laughs> i love that so like what do you what do you have to say about that that collective purge and what does that mean for our grief and for um all the pain that we are experiencing in this quote-unquote showtime and how do mm. we how do we deal with that and and harness that for our, our greatest expansion mm. i mean it's hard like, I think the past, first of all, I can't believe that we've been like in semi quarantine or going through COVID and all of the stuff that's happened. Like, I can't believe that that's been like five ish months. Right. It feels like the quickest time and the longest freaking yeah. time possible. Yes. I don't know what's been happening, but it's hard. And, and the truth is like, there's no way around it. Right. Like mm. it just is what it is. We're in this moment of, um, yeah. A purge. We need to see what maybe a lot of us have not seen before. We need to feel what a lot of us have not felt before. And then we need to choose to do something about it because I, I truly believe in, I, I'd love to know like your thoughts, but if we don't, then it's going to, this is going to last a really freaking long time yeah. until we get it. Like yeah. until we collectively know, not every single person is going to be on board, but in, until enough people and enough souls and enough human like get it and like move through the things we need to move through and actually do the changes we need to do. It's going to last a really long time. And that's not said with fear, but that just feels like the reality of what is true. Yeah. So that being said, it, uh, in this moment, and I've especially been feeling this, I felt, I felt this like a couple of months ago and then really true now that we're all experiencing this like collective uh, grief and sadness and it's because we're seeing a lot of stuff, we're feeling a lot of stuff. And so it's gonna be very tempting to like turn off, yeah. okay? And this doesn't mean like turn off the news. Like it means like you turn off and you, don't, you just do nothing. You just, you just block everything out because you can't handle it. Um, and this goes back to what you and I were saying earlier, like you, need, you do need to rest, but just don't turn off to the extent of like, you just ignore what's happening in your own life and in the world because that's gonna actually like lengthen prolong your it. yeah prolong your own experience of it everyone's experience of it and I think we're all kind of clicking into this realization now that it isn't about you like yes we need to experience our own feeling yes we need to do what our soul came here to do but we're also collectively connected to every single person on the planet and so it's also about everybody else and so you really have to like get out of your own way to realize that but because we're human we just really need to uh, like find a balance between doing your soul's work and like being in it, let's say in the world, but then also like you're a human. So you're supposed to also like rest and restore and go in your cocoon or have fun, have joy, have laughter, have love. Like you need have a that whole experience. Totally. And so I think like we are, uh, I mean, I always say like Facebook is the best place to look at what the collective is experiencing <laughs> because like it's just all there. But I do feel like recently, and it feels like it's going to be a little bit too, it's just mm -hmm. a lot of sadness, a lot of trauma, a lot of grief, a lot of just stuff. And so give yourself time and space. Yeah. Like you need yeah. a lot of time, space, and just see it and acknowledge it. Because if you don't, if you, we run from it and we just want to run, like that's a human mm -hmm. side where we're like, oh shit, I'm feeling 
grief, I'm feeling sadness. And that's a, those are heavy emotions, grief, all of the collective stuff. Um, and especially if you're tapped into what other people are feeling too, it's yeah. going to be a lot. So um, you just need to see what you're feeling, acknowledge it, sit with it, be in it. And uh, yeah, like allow it. The more we resist it, the more we run from it, the more it's just going to be there. So this is, this is so important, such an important point because the, like that pain aversion that we always feel prolongs our suffering all the totally. time. Like we don't heal, we can't heal what we can't feel. Like we can't, you know, like we need to yeah. see it and feel it for its fullness. And it's usually typically our fear of how hard, how much it's going to hurt that causes us to prolong it. Like we, we avoid yeah. it at any cost. So um, you know, experiences in my own life, like I prolonged uh, marriage, like super long. That was super painful because I was like, it's just going to go away. It'll be okay. It'll be fine. And dismissing everything I was really feeling and being super honest with myself. And like, and, and everybody can, you know, make their own example of what that looks like. But really specifically when it comes to the soul, if we don't look at that lesson and we don't deal with it, it's not going anywhere. Right. It will come back in multifaceted ways and keep showing up. And I've said this before, but if you've ever asked yourself, why does this keep happening to me? Well, guess what? You haven't looked at that lesson and it will, mm. <laughs> until you've learned it, like it's not going anywhere. Now I do have a caveat for that because even when we have learned the lesson, the universe sometimes brings us stuff in a deeper cyclical kind of way. Totally. Healing is not linear. I don't believe it is. It's not like, okay, now I'm, I've cleared that hurdle and we're done. It's like, no, universe is like, sweet, you graduated. Now the next level, you know? Yeah, it's like, bigger. Go deeper, you know? And so you can find that lesson in, in a very different way, but you'll have a very different perspective around it. And mm. I'm experiencing some of that right now where I'm like, there's something happening in my life so crazy. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Let's go. You know, like, mm. you know, whereas before I would freak out and be super anxious and how are we going to figure out this and this, you know, like I would have so much control. And right now I'm in a space of like such a weird, peaceful neutrality. Mm. I'm like, okay, I'm surrendering. You're like, what do you want universe? Because I've recognized that I cause myself more suffering when I'm trying to control and pinch and, and anxiety and you know, whatever. And I'm not really feeling into why am I feeling those fears? Why am I feeling scared? Yeah. Do I trust that the universe has my back? Like, do I trust that my soul or my higher self knows what it's doing? And through this process of all the contracts that we've made in our life to come down here to learn, you know, are we allowing ourselves to, to do them? It's like signing up for, uh, you know, a course in college and never going to class. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Well, now you got to repeat that. So like go to class. Yeah, it sucks. It's at seven in the morning, but like you got to go. So yeah. it's, it's acknowledging that process and allowing yourself to really feel what you need to feel in order to get through it and get to the mm. next thing. Healing will never stop. Like no. <laughs> there will not be a place where you're like, okay, cool, I'm done. Um, but it will get easier as you deal with it more. It's, it, I love that you said that. I relate to like everything you said because there's the same when I didn't call off my engagement. I suffered for five years where, and it sounds so bad, but this is what happens when you trust yourself. Once I did it, yeah, it, the actual conversation, the actual human part of breaking someone's heart and like that, that sucked. Like yeah. that was awful. But I also had a very huge relief and a very like, okay, I'm going to be fine. And I had no idea how I was going to be fine. I didn't know how I was going to support myself. I had no idea what I was going to do, but I knew. And that's what happens when you 
trust your intuition when you listen to yourself. Um, and also I was talking about this uh, yesterday where like because the energy is super unstable feeling right now and it will be for a while, you have to create exactly that feeling you just explained. Like I'm stable, I'm secure, I'm worthy, I know they got my back. So that requires like a connection with yourself, mm -hmm. a connection with spirit or whatever you feel connected to, and then a connection to the collective, I think. Yeah. Because that all three individually and then together, yeah, things are gonna are gonna always, regardless of if we're in 2020 and clearly it's like a year of, of mix up, <laughs> yeah. but um, even going forward, like there's always gonna be stuff happening outside of you. And that soul turned on living is like that very solid, stable, okay. I don't really know what's going to happen because we never know what's going to happen. Right. But I know that I'm connected to myself. I'm connected to spirit. I'm connected to collective and I'll be, I'll be okay. Like, yeah. and there's a bigger thing that I have no idea about, but ultimately I'm, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think when I tapped into that and tapped in, even tapped into the, the stop fearing pain, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Like it just didn't feel like there was much to be anxious about. Cause it was yeah. like, all right, like this is going to be painful you know, but what is pain? Like, yeah. what is, what is pain any, anyway? Like we kind of characterize it in such a way that it's like the things that loss is devastating. And, you know, like we did an episode about that um, a few weeks ago, actually it's going to air next week. Um, but like kind of looking at like, what are we scared of? Yeah. Like we make contracts, like when we're going to die is when we're going to die. When the person that we love and they're going to die is when they're going to die, whether or not we have the money that we want, whether we manifest the house that we want, all of these things. It's like, I don't know, like the, the words that I heard when my guide just say when I was channeling is like, it's no big deal, bro. And I'm like, it is yeah. a big deal, but it's not, you know, like to get into that space where you stop fearing the worst and you stop fearing pieces of, of life that feel scary because they're unknown and that mm. trust is the connection that you were talking about. A hundred percent. Be able to trust yourself, trust your intuition, trust the collective, like even, even to, um, so there's some, some spiritualists that talk about splitting timelines. Mm. Have you heard of that? Do you know mm -hmm. what that is? Um, I've looked into it mildly, so I'm not sure I know really, but it's essentially like because of the way our consciousness perceives all of these events that are happening, we'll start to live essentially in different worlds from other people. There'll be like a critical mass where there'll be the, there'll be the split in like timelines or something is the way we experience it. And interestingly enough, like what I experienced this year was like, wow, I don't, I don't really feel scared about COVID and like, yeah, what's happening mm. on the news is kind of ridiculous, but it also looks like I'm watching a movie. So totally. I don't take it super personally. And like, even some of the hard shit that like <clears throat> all the race stuff that went through. I know your, your uh, boyfriend is black, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So all that stuff going on that really personally affects us deeply and really having to come to terms with how that made me feel. It, 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 it unleashed years of trauma, mm -hmm. not only that I've incurred, but from my ancestors. Yeah. And so like they needed release that they didn't get to have release yet. And I was like, cool, this stops with me. So I'm going to feel cool. all my feelings. I'm going to feel all their feelings. And that's why it's so hard. That's why it's so heavy because this is the time. This is showtime. So like, we came here to heal all of that shit. So like, I feel now that while I'm watching all the pain that's happening in the world and experiencing it also myself, that I'm kind of, it's, it's like I'm watching it with this observer eye as if I'm not actually here. It's like, wow, this is like a really crazy movie. Like mm. there's this weird detachment from it and at the same time being integrated with it. 
Yeah. And that's to me is what, I guess what they would qualify as the separating of timelines, because I don't feel like this affects me the same way that it would have if when I was living in it. Oh yeah. That makes sense. A hundred percent. I literally did a video about that uh, last week or the week before this observation. It's very hard to explain, Mm -hmm. but you explained it so well that Mm -hmm. when you're like diving into that ascension or um, even like stepping into your own soul purpose or your own personal power, actually, there is this observation energy that happens that you don't even know you're doing it where the way you would have reacted before, you just don't do it. You don't Mm -hmm. even question it. You just don't do it. Yeah. Or things and are it's happening. not spiritual bypassing either. No. Because you're in no. it. But like you're, you're watching it. it. Like not like it's 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 not happening to you. You're watching what's yeah. happening on the screen. That's why it's so hard to explain because it's not that. It's not that. It's just <laughs> like you're it, the only word is like you're in observation mm-hmm. and you're seeing it, you're acknowledging it, you're feeling it, you're going through it, you're moving you're doing the things you need to do, like you're in it, but, but you're not inundated. Right. And you're not um it's actually, this is like a perfect example of the soul versus a human. You're in your soul, like experiencing the human, but you're reacting from a soul space Ooh. where you are like solid. You're in your knowing you, you can, yeah, that, yeah, you're, you're just solid, but you're still experiencing the human thing that you're here. And that's how we evolve. That's how you learn the lesson without being in the lesson and in the human. Yes. I hope this is translating to you guys because like my belly is on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, if only we could, we could live from that perspective because this is even new to me. Yeah. Um, getting to the, the space, like COVID really allowed me to learn from the observer. Um, I transitioned through that from March into May. And like in March, I was like, oh, what's going to happen? And this is going to thing and everything is falling down. And, totally. you know, and then in April, I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Like, I'm okay. Got it. All right. You know, yeah. Like it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't a repression of feelings at all. It was that I dealt with all the feelings. I released all the feelings. And then what was left? Oh, all right. This is what we're doing now. You know, mm. it was just a, a massive pivot that gave me the word is freedom. Yeah. Deep, deep freedom. And it allowed me to be the human living with my soul turned on. Yes. Like I lived with the place of, okay, like, you know, like, like I had control over that suddenly, which we all love control. Um, but (laughs) it gave me a new perspective to see the hard things that come in my life or the things that make me feel a certain way that I deal with them head on. So then I can come from that observer point of view and from that Mm. point of view and say, Ooh, cool. Look what my human is doing today. Like what my human is learning today. Like, Ooh, my human is going through this. Like, and and it, it, it really changes how you see the world. A hundred percent. Yeah. I love all of that. And, it, and we, uh, we are meant to live like that, mm. right? Like it's not something that few people get to experience because they've quote unquote done the work. We like to talk about like doing yeah. the work and yes, do the work, but it's not like, um, and that's why I'm trying to change the idea of like what ascension even means. Because I think when we think of ascension, we think of like, Ooh, you're at level one, I'm at level two, they're at level right. three. It's not that. So if we can right. just like, it, it, within spirituality, let's just say there are no, there's not a hierarchy. Yes. Yes. There might be Girl people preach. who have learned a little, like who have been doing it for more. So they might know stuff you don't know. And it's like, Ooh, cool. Like, let me learn from you. But there is zero levels of hierarchy. And like, even within your own journey, there's not like, Ooh, I'm at level one. And then I got to do the work to get to level two. And I'm going to know more. Like, it's not that. Yeah. Um, and that, like, I think 
um, stops people from getting involved in it because it's like, oh, I have so much to learn. I don't like, it's just a lot of stuff and like a lot of power gets brought into it when there was never supposed to be power before. Yeah. yeah. And so if you just like throw that idea out that it, this isn't for like a few people who mm-hmm. are like, uh, I don't know, like enlightened enough to get the information, enlightened enough to know we're literally, and this is what's happening right now with this collective ascension and turning off autopilot is we're realizing like, oh shit, we were supposed to be living like this all along. Our soul was supposed to be turned on. We were supposed to be intuitive, psychic, uh, connected, and we're supposed to experience big joy and also pain, etc. So, um, yeah, like just in listening to us talk about it, I think it could bring up that like, shit, like, like I'll never I'll never know what that feels like but Mm -hmm. we're supposed to and it's available to absolutely everybody thank you thank you for saying that I have so many chills and that makes me emotional because there I get a lot of dms of people being like I'm at the beginning of this and I you know I don't know and um people comparing and saying well I'm not as gifted as you or whatever and I'm like shut it down like what do you mean like I like I am someone who struggles terribly with this fumble Mm. with this experience totally um and everybody's got their gifts everybody has different things that they bring to the table and there is no hierarchy and I just want to say that and I want you guys to just close your eyes and listen to it again there's no hierarchy like Mm. this is available to all of us and it's available now so Mm. like get it out of your head that someone knows more than you. And they, they, they may like, I mean, there is like levels of study that we can, we can really get into on a, on a humanities level. Right. But your soul, we don't know, like your soul could be like 18 billion years old in mine. Exactly. You know, like, so it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. So Mm. don't, don't put that limit on your, yourself. Don't put that limit on your gifts to compare yourself against other people to think that you don't have something to offer just because someone else is doing it what you think better than you yeah yes yes um yeah I have so many things that I want to say but well number one like good for you like you're at the beginning Mm -hmm. there's so many freaking people and it's very clear right now who aren't even like remotely and this isn't like said with shame but it's just true that aren't even remotely like open or uh, available for learning the lessons and Mm -hmm. turning off autopilot like there's so many people who aren't even where you're at and it's not about like lesson one like step one step two step two but like honor where you're at because if Mm -hmm. you are aware enough number one to be listening to this podcast to be jumping into your dms and saying like i'm just starting my journey like good for you like make sure you're giving yourself credit for that because you're a part of the collective ascension then Mm -hmm. like if you're aware enough to be if you're turned on enough to know that, yeah. um, then keep going. And yeah. um, there's that. And then there's a huge part of worth around it too. Yeah. Right. Like, um, and I was like feeling into this the other day for a conversation and uh, spirit is kind of like, like confused by mm-hmm. the whole worth conversation because yeah. our soul. So soul, a human side is the one that gets confused about worth because one, one we've been conditioned out of our worth. Right. And, and especially when it comes to intuition and our psychic abilities and there's so much stuff, but um, this is why it's so important to be connected to spirit or something. And also the collective um, is because it's not a question there. Yeah. Like spirit is literally like, what do you, what are you, they're kind of like over it at this point. <laughs> I feel like but it's like they get it. We're human. So we need to learn, but they're just like, obviously you're worthy. 
obviously you're here to do the thing. And then we do this a lot with like our soul's purpose where we're like, for me, like mm-hmm. you want me to do that thing. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, uh, yeah, that's literally why we put you on the earth. And so <laughs> it's said with like a little bit of tough love of just like, obviously, but also gentleness of like, they got you, like they already know what is going to ha- just like trust it. And so that can kind of slowly chip away at that. Like who me, like I'm just starting. They know, like there's so much comparison that happens yeah. within the spirituality world yeah. realm. You are here with this specific reason, with this role, with this lesson. So it is irrelevant what anyone else is doing, how anyone else is saying it. This changed for me when I, I cannot remember who I heard say this, but um, that people need to hear it. Certain there's, let's just say there's like groups of people all ready to learn the exact same lesson. And actually you talked about this on my podcast and it clicked something for me. Um, and, and they need to hear it from you. And this might even be in your own world, like your own inner circle of your family, your friends, mm-hmm. your whatever. There might be uh, 10,000 people saying the exact same thing, but maybe there's a hundred who need to hear it from you or they're not going to mm-hmm. get it. Right. Right. And so that like rebuilds that trust with ourselves, our worthiness. And if we imagine a world where we all actually trusted ourselves and what we're here to do, it would completely, everything would shift. If we actually had that worthiness of like, my voice is needed. What I have to say is because it's not actually coming from you human side. Mm-hmm. It's coming from your soul, from spirit, and it needs somebody to come through. Yeah. So I think that takes away a little bit of um, that. And then the other thing, the last thing, um, th- there's like two questions to ask when that comes up with like the, the autopilot and sort of soul turned off and then the soul turned on living. Who benefits when you live with your soul turned off or when you're living on autopilot? And then who benefits when you turn your soul on? Mm. Yeah. That like answer and really give yourself time to feel into that. Because once you realize who's benefiting from you not doing the thing you know you're here to do, and then who's benefiting, who benefits when you do, it's like, how can you not? Yeah. God damn, Stephanie. <laughs> Big, right? Yeah. Like, this is what happens when you get two channelers on an interview. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, man, that, there was so, so much, so much to digest out of that. Um, it's so funny because I, like, for you guys listening, I almost had to cancel today because um, there's a bunch of stuff going on. And I was like, nah, like she's going to have something I want to, I want to hear. I want to like, listen to I'm so glad I didn't because I'm sure the message would be completely different on a different day. Um, so before we go, like, go ahead and use your channel, girl. Um, what is the lasting thing you want to leave with the collective that they really need to hear? Mm. I mean, I think we hit on a whole lot of what (laughs) needed to be said. So I would just say, trust what you felt like those soul turned on moments are when you feel like, Oh, I needed to hear that. Or, mm-hmm. Oh, she said that. I, I was literally just thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Or I, I just said like, you felt it. Maybe you get chilled. Maybe you feel it within your body. Um, that is your soul being like, listen. Mm-hmm. And also it's reflecting something that you already know. It's not that I, whatever I said did not come from me. That's right. not me knowing that. Yeah. Or, or yeah, it, it, it's, it's, sparking something within you, within your soul and trust that and move with that and do, and it's kind of like what we were talking about before about give yourself time to integrate it and actually know what it means for you. Mm -hmm. So, okay. What, what in this conversation was like, Ooh, I needed that. 
why did you need that? What do right. you want to do with that information? Like really start to get curious and start to allow space for your own intuition to come through. Every single person can, uh, is intuitive and has psychic abilities and can channel the same way this information just came through. Mm-hmm. However, we are, especially when we're on autopilot or when we're just kind of like busy and I do think this is changing, but when we're kind of just going through life, there's no time for them to come through. There's no time for your own intuition, for spirit, for wherever you get your information from. They're trying. They're literally waiting like, whoa. (laughs) And that's why we have these like crisis moments where like everything will crumble because we weren't freaking listening. And that's not said with like any kind of guilt or shame. No, it's not punishment, but they, they want you, they literally want like the best possible life for you. But if we're not listening and if we're just turned off, then they're going to, I mean, they're eventually going to get the message to you, but it's going to be, and this is why you hear the same message over and over, right? right? So if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, shit, I keep seeing people say that, or I keep thinking about that. It's because they're trying to tell you <laughs> something. Yeah. And so um, the, the biggest thing is like, you have to trust yourself. You have to trust that like, you just didn't make up this thing or this experience or this thought, like trust that you know what is best for you, that, mm-hmm. that and I mean, this is my whole message that you're the magic that, that anything you feel that, Ooh, yes, that's literally just reflecting back you and your own magic. And also that your unique magic, whatever you're here to teach, whoever you're here to be by you stepping into that. And, and you even said this earlier, um, that not only affects you or heals you or allows you to learn what you're here to learn that affects the people before you the people right now collectively around you and also the people coming. Yeah. Yeah. And so big chill. Yeah. Like big chill. I think once you really like, I think logically we all know a lot of things like we're like, yeah, true. Like it heals people. Like, but like feel into that for a minute Mm -hmm. that people generations and generations and generations before you that you are connected with your ancestors, your family, just the collective they're like, you can literally heal for them so that it not only like heals who's here right now, but so that people coming through, coming forward, they don't have to deal with the same things we did yeah. or you did or other people in the world did. Yes. Damn. Okay. Well, you know what? We're, we are over time, but we are going to move to Patreon here in a second and continue to talk to you, Stephanie. Um, but before we go, um, can you tell people where to find you? Yes. Um, probably the easiest place that I hang out the most is on Instagram and that is Stephanie Don Elizabeth. And then you can check out my podcast as well, which is made of magic. Booyah. Awesome guys. Like I'm not even going to sum this up because we just, <laughs> we kind of murdered it today. We did. <laughs> I really feel that there was so much that was said that was super impactful. I'm going to have to listen to it back because it, it just further affirmed even what I've been trying to like grow through and what I've been Mm. trying to do in order to get to that space. And just because we talk about it doesn't know, doesn't mean that we've mastered it by any stretch. Um, but I hope that it meant something to you today. So make sure that you, um, always rate five stars and subscribe, you know, easy plug there and, uh, send this episode to someone you really think that they, they, it might benefit because I do think this one was a really, really, really powerful one. So, uh, we're going to head over to Patreon and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.
hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Aaliyah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you.